Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know, a lot of people complain that the game's rigged. Um, and the game is rigged. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, the game is, is, is decided by people, you know, who are in much more fortunate positions than yeah. most of the world. Um, and they, again, have a great understanding of all the loopholes in the system because they created the system yeah. and they use it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. I don't hate from outside the club. Mm-hmm. I want to be inside the club. <laughs> you want to be inside I the club, be yeah. inside the club. Yeah, I want to yeah. understand the rules that are played in that club. Yeah. Welcome to the Takeoff Experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. This episode is sponsored by Money Hub, a platform that allows you to see all of your current accounts in one place and also provides you with smart money management tools to help you get right with your money. Welcome back to The Takeoff. Uh, Joining us in the booth this week is Sadiq, who specializes in helping parents with their finances, insurance, and estate planning. I hope y'all are ready for the gems that are going to be dropped today. How are you doing today, Sadiq? Yeah, bro. I'm I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to, to speak to the people. Um, hopefully we'll say something and, and, and people will be impacted for the best, bro. But I'm excited. I'm good. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna happen. I'm sure it's gonna happen. But you know, before we get into that, I have to ask you this first question. Yeah. Um, what is your worst financial mistake? Do you know what? I, I, I can't really pinpoint my worst financial mistake. I would say it, it was a series of mistakes mm-hmm. that I made um, as as a, as a teenager. Okay. Um, just getting certain credits, credit cards out, taking mm-hmm. certain loans um, and, and not really understanding the impact that they'll okay. have in the future. Um, so I was just quite carefree, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Like most people coming out yeah. of uni, you take on all the money, you know, go and do a bit of shopping. You think you can handle everything. And yeah. before you know it, you're flooded with with, with, with debt. Um, and so that was the case for me, to be honest with you. So it, I wouldn't pinpoint one specific decision, but I think it was a series of decisions that culminated to me realizing that something had to change. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. 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 And w- at what point were you like, okay, cool. I can't deal with this anymore. I need to like stop these these bad habits. What did something happen? Yeah, well, I mean, th- the strange thing is, I I, I think it, I caught realization quite late. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was you know being in a place where I I actually got married. Mm-hmm. Um, and post marriage, I was like, do you know what? I've mm-hmm. spent most of my teenage years in a cycle of debt. So probably throughout my twenties, mm-hmm. um, to about 27, 28, I've been in a cycle of debt. Okay. Um, and for me, it was like I reached a point when I was like. I sat down with my wife and I was like, what are we going to do to change mm-hmm. this? Because yeah. we can't live the next 10 years of our life. How okay. we live this, this, this series of our lives. Yeah. And so for me, it was, it was at that point that I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I just can't be in this position no more. I, had to, I started thinking about what I want for my future mm-hmm. um, and what I wanted my, my future to look like with my kids, what I mm-hmm. wanted my future to look like with my wife. And I just, wow. I just had to make a plan, and I had to, had to get onto it. Really. Wow, wow, yeah. that's epic, man. Yeah. I love, I love stories. I like, love hearing stories like that because yeah. I feel like you get to 
hear about adversity. You get yeah. to hear because you know the w- life is never just a straight journey. It's never a smooth journey. So 100. I love that you were able to um, get out of you know that cycle of debt, yeah. and I hope like other people have that inspiration from you you know for me i i I never said this but the podcast for me really is what we're trying to do is we want to inspire we want to educate we want to keep it real so you know with that story i think it it helps both inspire and it hopes it helps also to um educate but i wanted to get to know you a bit more yeah yeah yeah. who is sadiq well sadiq Solomon is um a a child of god that's that's how i first like to introduce myself Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a husband, um, I'm a father, um, I'm, I'm a friend to a few people that can handle my crazy ways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's generally who I am. Um, I'm, I'm the type of person that, that likes to help people, mm-hmm. likes to inspire people, likes to push people to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think I say one or two things that helps people make better decisions sometimes, personal, mm-hmm. financial relationships, mm-hmm. a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a bit about me, you know, born and raised in, in London, England. Mm-hmm. Um, schooled originally in South London, Brixton. Um, didn't okay. get into no, yeah, didn't, London. didn't get into no schools in South London because you know academically I didn't mm-hmm. perform to the standard they wanted. So parents mm-hmm. shipped me over to a secondary school in Northwest London. Wow. Um, so I so you're traveling from South from to North. South wow. to Northwest London. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So from from Brixton to to um, St John's Wood, um, in that area. Wow. So I schooled in that area. Um, and and yeah, I mean, the school was okay for me. Um, mm. I had a good time in school. Mm-hmm. Um, some would say too much of a good time. <laughs> some so much of a good time we didn't get good grades, unfortunately. So you know, we, we spent most of our time, or I spent most of my time enjoying myself rather yeah. than and focusing. Um, but you know, thankfully along the way, got a bit of focus, got a bit mm. of clarity about what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've made strides. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I was just thinking of about that bus journey. Did you? No, it wasn't a tube? bus, bro. Was it, it was a tube, bro. It was did a tube. Did the tube at that age? Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Do you know what? Crazy. And uh, the funny thing is, now I'm a prolific tube traveler, so <laughs> I prefer to be on public transport than in in cars and vehicles really? and stuff like that. I actually don't mind public transport. Is it? You know, a lot of oh, people man. are in a rush to get in a car, yeah. buy their car, do all of that things, but <laughs> not me personally. I, I don't actually mind public transport. I just think I could just chill. I could just take like a beautiful day, like yeah. sit on a bus, take yeah. the sun. Call me crazy. It's just me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? Like, I don't mind public transport that much. It's yeah. only when it gets packed. That's yeah. when it's like, yeah, no, nah, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't yeah, deal yeah, with it. Yeah. But I, I, I would prefer to take it if I can because yeah. with driving, I have to focus. Like well, coming here well, to the studio today. Yeah. So wow, it's getting expensive now. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very, very expensive. So. So you mentioned you went school. Did you did you college? Did you do university yeah, as well? Yeah, so I, I did college. So I did school, did college, mm-hmm. um, did university. I would say did university about mm-hmm. three times again. Um, okay. First went to try and study um, psychology. Okay. Didn't enjoy psychology. Mm-hmm. Then went to study um, events management. Mm-hmm. Didn't knuckle down and focus in events management and mm-hmm. then finally went to study business management mm-hmm. and to be honest with you didn't knuckle down in that either okay. so so I, I like to keep it real you know mm-hmm. academically mm-hmm. you know it wasn't the smoothest journey for me okay um i think i'm a, a person that i like to learn things practically mm-hmm. um so i'm a very fly on the wall type learner mm-hmm. um so maybe not necessarily you know passing tests and passing exams but where i mm-hmm. flourish is if we have a conversation and you say mm-hmm. something and i like what you said mm-hmm. i'll retain that information and go okay. and do research and apply it on a day-to-day basis. Okay. So that's really where my strength was. So um 
academically wasn't the best, but mm-hmm. still managed to, to to get myself places. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because the more you said what you just said, I was just thinking like university, college. I just well, college actually is all right. Yeah. You get to do B Tech, right? Yeah, you don't have yeah, to do yeah, the A yeah, level. Yeah, B Techs yeah. are more like. Yeah, yeah practical but uni they don't really give you a choice no no it's no, no, the no. you know you got to do the education yeah, route. you got to do the exam they are changing sort of now because now they've mm. got um a, they got degrees apprenticeship degrees um, that's so true I, can, I don't really know much you about you can that. do a degree mm. um and you can work at the same time yeah um and you can qualify mm-hmm. and, and study at the same time mm-hmm. so the knowledge that you're getting at yeah. in the university you actually get to apply it on a day-to-day in whatever yeah you know environment you're in okay. so i think the education system is adapting, mm-hmm. be it slow, but yeah. they are adapting. I yeah, think. they need um, to. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's said that we're quite behind compared mm-hmm. to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I always say that the initial education system, from mm-hmm. my understanding, was built for factory workers. Yeah, it was built so that people would, you know, fall in line, going into school, clocking yeah. in, clocking out. That's um, true. And 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 produce workers. Do you know what I mean? It's not really there to produce people who will think freely, mm-hmm. um, be entrepreneurial, and 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 pursue whatever they want to pursue. It's designed yeah. to make people think a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I completely yeah. agree. Because when I yeah. think, it, I, I done all right at uni, but yeah. I definitely feel like I learn through, like, from a visual yeah. perspective. I'm a visual learner. I don't yeah. like sitting down and just reading books. Honestly, I, it takes me a <laughs> while to get through a book. It's just not the way yeah. I like to learn. Either yeah. a podcast or exactly. either watching yep. or doing. Yep. Those are the ways. But I, like, reading is, I, I find it boring. <laughs> We're brothers in that one. We're sharing that. Oh man. Okay. So after so after uni, yeah. What 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 happened after then? Did you just go, go so straight into I, work? I mean, or? I mean, my first job after uni was mm. well, it was stroke uni stroke. Mm-hmm. Just uh, whilst I was in uni, I was working in 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 a phone shop. Yeah. Um. So I was working for you know car phone, not car phone warehouse. It was Orange at the time. Okay. The yeah, I remember the Orange. Yeah. It came to yeah. Um. So I worked in Orange. That was a fun job. You know, customer service based. Um, interacting with people so got to build a little bit of confidence mm-hmm. um, got to know about myself a little bit um, and then after that um, I went to work for um, Southwark um, and in Southwark I, I'd, I'd done a bit of project okay. um, office work with, with Southwark essentially mm-hmm. that kind of accelerated my career from there okay yeah. wow wow yeah. wow wow yeah. so you ended up doing doing a bit and then from there how did you where did you get to how do you get to where you are so, now so, in terms so, of from the so from there it was just so career wise what i do mainly is project management okay um so that's that's really my day-to-day you know gig is project management so it's just a case of you know working with various companies mm-hmm. you know getting training on the job mm-hmm. um doing a couple short courses as opposed okay to long-term did that actually courses. help help yeah you the do, short yeah. courses are okay because it mm-hmm. allows you to focus mm-hmm. so you get a sense of focus mm-hmm. um and then you, you build from there if that okay. makes sense and you're using exactly what you're learning on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. because i'm doing it and i need it practically okay um so so the short courses were helpful and they were courses that were recognized for mm-hmm. the, the industry that i was in essentially okay. um so i did those courses um and 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 just accelerated in, in that in that field basically okay. project management wow wow that, that's cool yeah. um i'm in the tech space as well and yeah. your project management is is definitely one of the highly paid yeah you know, professions to get into. That's it. Um, so you, you started off doing project office and you yeah. started doing short courses. Yeah, yeah. And then did, did they just say, you know what, Sadiq, 
you've got a chance here just to do a project. Yeah. See how, how it runs. Do you know what it is? It's, it's putting your best foot forward, yeah. isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And, and I think what I always say to people is that you have to be willing to do a bit of free work mm -hmm. to, to get into the paid workspace. Yeah, um, that's so true. You, you have to show them that you're ready to add value, show mm -hmm. them that you're ready to learn, especially if you're trying to, you know, mm -hmm. do something that you haven't necessarily done in the mm -hmm. space before. The first step for me is always proving yourself able with the task that you're yeah. given. And yeah. then once you've proved yourself efficient with the past that you're given mm -hmm. they will start to trust you with a little bit more and mm -hmm. you know you have reviews with your manager yeah you can tell your manager i'm interested in doing this mm -hmm. i'm interested in doing that mm -hmm. um, and when you saw that sense of initiative mm -hmm. you know then they start to give you opportunities to, okay. to pursue little things and you know as long as it doesn't in, it doesn't in, interrupt your day-to-day -day work your mm -hmm. business as usual then most companies are willing okay. to try you out with smaller things, mm -hmm. but you have to make sure that your 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 main job doesn't suffer essentially. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Where did that drive come from? Because I'm because I'm trying to compare where you yeah. were at uni to the yeah. now getting into the working life. You're like, okay, cool. Now I'm gonna work hard and do all of this. Do you, do you know yeah. what it is? I think I think I would definitely say a lot of it came from my faith personally okay. because I I I. I you know, was grounded in my faith um, mm -hmm. and being grounded in my faith. I was, I was surrounded by a lot more people okay. who had a lot more focus, who had yeah. a lot more ambition. Um, and I, I was, I was starting to be surrounded by people that, you know, were making them money. You know, okay. You know what I mean? And it, they were doing different things and, mm -hmm. and that was inspiring for me. Yeah. Um, and so when I saw them doing it and then I realized that I could do it as well, because one of the things that I've always been really good at mm -hmm. is there's two things that I'm really good at. Number yeah. one is talking. I can talk for days um, <laughs> okay. and then number two is i'm good at making sure people do what they're supposed to do okay it's just something that 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 i've always been able to do if you say you're going to do something i'm the guy that's going to kick you up the ass to okay. make sure you get it done okay so for me project management was was an easy fit okay. because that's essentially what project management is it's, okay. it's about making sure everybody's doing what they say they're going to mm -hmm. do um and and then you've got the strategic piece to it is about mm. how everyone's working together not working in silos yeah. to achieve what you have to achieve and I've always been, you know, in church, I'd done a lot of youth work in church. Okay. Um, I managed a lot of events in church as mm -hmm. well. So I was able to translate that from yeah. the church world to okay. the, the professional. That makes sense. So, so that was that the, the church, growing up in church and having yeah. those opportunities in church mm -hmm. really opened my eyes up to what I could be in, in, the, um, in the real world. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I'm sure you picked up a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. Also with church, so you added what you were doing, the practicality of stuff yeah. that you're doing in church yeah. with. Even though you said that you kind of failed uni, yeah. but you still yeah. learned stuff, right? Oh, the event 100%. stuff, business oh, and all that. Uh, the, the thing about it is mm. I, I never wasted any experience that mm -hmm. I've had every single thing that I've done, mm -hmm. the small time that I did it, I picked mm -hmm. up something that I, I still use to today. Okay. You know what I mean? So psychology, you're learning about human behavior. Yeah. That's something that I deal with every mm -hmm. day. Events management, it's all the management process. You can translate it yeah. to the work that we're doing in project management. And then you've got business management. It's all translatable. I, I personally don't think, I don't think nothing has ever been wasted in my life. No experience, no loss, no gain, you know, no failure has ever mm -hmm. been wasted. Everything is, is a lesson learned for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love that because yeah. I feel like, Ah, like I, I was speaking to somebody about this on Instagram and I think yeah. for a lot of young people, they're scared to fail because once they fail, that's yeah. it. They feel like they fail for the rest of their life. Yeah, and like, yeah, we got, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. hopefully we, ha we have a long life. So yeah. you've got to just, you yeah. know, you learn, right? Yeah. Compared to when you're younger, you just do stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, when you were a child, you just would just do 100%. stuff and, you know, you don't care like 100%. what the consequences yeah. were, you just do it. 
you yeah. know um and at some point we got conditioning to thinking actually no nah, like you can't fail you can't fail yeah. if you fail that's it the yeah. end over yeah. Yeah. and i just don't think life is like that sometimes things are not going to work out 1, you learn 000%. from it and then you can you know get better one thousand well. percent i completely agree with you i think I think, you know, especially young people, you know, I would say to young people that you are at that stage when you can afford, you know, to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Once you start getting responsibilities, mm -hmm. you know, for example, I was speaking to, you know, my, my, my brother um, and he actually wanted to, he was doing an apprenticeship, degree apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. And he said he wants to leave the degree apprenticeship and he wants to do something else. Okay. Um, and, you know, my dad is is a is a man that <laughs> is a very 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 firm man once you say you're doing something he wants you to mm. you know commit all the way to it um and whilst i do understand him in one sense because we've got to have resilience yeah um and we can't be people that give up easily so i do mm. encourage that but what I've, I've said to my brother was you know what like you're 18 do you mm -hmm. know what i mean well actually you're not 18 you're 20 do you know mm -hmm. what i mean but you you have time yeah do you understand what that's I'm saying? true you can make a mistake you can you can it, it, you can build another career every mm -hmm. three years. Very true. You yeah. can actually, if you are, if you're disciplined, if you're someone that can, you know, if so, somebody that knows how to engage with people, you're mm -hmm. somebody not how, knows how to focus and work. You can build another career every three years. Yeah. You know, so I, I, for me, he's at the stage where he doesn't have children, he doesn't have a wife, you don't have bills. So if you're gonna yeah. jump, this is the best time to jump. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Why why wait until later? And and especially yeah. failure is temporary. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Failure is just a momentary occurrence. You yeah. can you can't be defined by what you weren't able to do because mm -hmm. there's so much more that you can learn about yourself. Yeah. There's so much more that you can do, so much more that you can grow. And for me, you know, it, it's just a learning opportunity. As yeah. you said, failure is an opportunity to learn. What did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, what what mistakes did I make? Let's go again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's go again. You can't mope around. Do you know what I mean? I feel we're in a generation where, you know, resilience isn't the strongest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, you know, once they're defeated, you know, it, things That's like it. anxiety, you know, depression, stress. But in, on most occasions, unless it's hormonal, because mm -hmm. there's hormonal things mm -hmm. that are, you know, chemical imbalances, mm -hmm. unless it's a chemical imbalance, then you can pick yourself up and you can yeah. try again. You yeah. know, Aaliyah said it best. If you're first, yeah. you <laughs> dust that bad boy off and try again. Yeah, know? I love Maybe that. Maybe we need more Aaliyah in this channel. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I, I love that yeah. bar. I love that bar. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I was wondering, where, where are your parents from, actually? So my parents yeah. are both from Nigeria. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Put in that Nigeria, you must do this, right? Yeah, this, from, is the, this is the yeah, route you gotta go. We're yeah. from the Nigerian heritage, yeah. That, you know, and again, you know, we came over, you know, first generation from, yeah. from Nigeria, from Africa. Okay. Um, and and again, the whole mindset was, you know, you have to go to university, mm. you have to go and study, yeah, get a good job, and when you study and get a good job, that's when everything, you know, will work out for you, and mm -hmm. you know, you have the best of all things, and. Um, and, 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 you know, fast forward a few years later and, you know, the storylines changed, you know, and you Has, know, the, yeah. the narrative, more education and yeah, knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The narrative that my dad was pushing then is not the same <laughs> narrative he's pushing now. You know, I think he's learned a bit, um, you know, but that's just exposure. I think, yeah. You know, and I, for me, you know, I always say that my dad, he, he, I learned so much from his life personally, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, there were certain mistakes he made, mm -hmm. um, or certain where areas that he was very cautious in, mm -hmm. um, that have taught me, you know, you don't need to be as cautious as he was, because yeah. if he wasn't so cautious mm. and if he had better advice at mm -hmm. that time, he would have made better decisions. And yeah. We, we fam as a family, we would have been better off and him mm -hmm. as a person would have been better off. He's mm -hmm. still good now, mm -hmm. but 
having people give you good give you advice from bad advice from a good heart mm-hmm. you know where they they actually think they're saying something that will benefit you yeah you know they actually do care about you they don't hate you mm-hmm. but they just don't have no experience or no knowledge on the mm-hmm. subject matter and you're following them mm-hmm. it can be dangerous it can be yeah. can be very dangerous you yeah. know what because like ah, it's so it's so tough because when i think about like our parents because my parents is also from from nigeria and yeah. Alone, yeah and they also Jeez. moved <laughs> yeah thank you they also moved abroad to here yeah to, to the uk and i just feel like the systems are different from yeah. where they where they are and the information was different we're lucky 100%. right we've now got instagram we've got youtube 100%. we've got people like yourself 100 you know we got podcasts, all of this stuff now that now that we're sharing. Actually, you know, financial indication, you yep. know, estate planning, which we're going to be talking about today. Yep. Yep. You know, life insurance, investing, all of these aspects. I just feel like they just didn't have this at their disposal at all. At you all. know, at all. so I half don't blame them at in all. that aspect. At you know, all. no, no, no. Um, I don't think we can ever blame them. Mm. I think they did the best they they could with what they had. Exactly. You know, and and you know, I think. They done half the job, you know, not that I think this country is the best country in the world, but mm-hmm. I mean, there are more opportunities here yeah. than back home. So mm-hmm. they done half the job by getting us to this country. Mm-hmm. The rest is for us to do. Essentially. Yeah, I think, you know, what I mean, like yeah. their job was to get us here, mm-hmm. get us a decent education, mm-hmm. um, help us to, you know, have the foundation to make good decisions mm-hmm. so that we can, you know, have a better future. And I think, you know, I look at, you know, a lot of my peers mm-hmm. and, you know, the people that I'm surrounded by and I'm looking at their children and I'm like, like you're gonna have it so good, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Because now we have information, mm-hmm. we're taking action, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't be in this place if our parents didn't make exactly. those decisions to get us in this country yeah, in the first exactly. place, you know, and get us access to the education that we've got in mm-hmm. the first place. So, you know, I, I'm grateful for my parents. Definitely, they planted the seed and it's percent. growing and sprouting, right? Thousand percent, you know. So, thousand. yeah, no, I always appreciate it. I yeah. Always appreciate. It. I always think it's important to just pay homage to our parents because I think it's very easy just to be like. Oh, but at the end of the day, we're here, right? Oh, we got education, all of that here, sort of bro. stuff. That's, that's, so, that's enough to, you know, to celebrate it on its own. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. I wanted to understand. So how did you and why did you start going into the financial services? So yeah. you do still do your project management, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you also do Insurance, something else as well. Um, and estate management. So yeah. the funny thing is, mm. you know, for me, you know, again, it started from having a desire. Again, mm. it, it was that place where I was at where I was like, do you know what? Again, I'm working for money, number mm-hmm. one. Um, I'm in debt. Mm-hmm. Now I need to get to a place where I no longer work for money, but money works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that became a big passion for me. Um, and it became a big passion for me to make sure that, you know what, I've lived a life where I've had to struggle financially and I've made poor financial decisions. Mm-hmm. So my focus now became making sure that as for me and not just for me, but for my children mm-hmm. and my children after, mm-hmm. they never have to experience yeah. any type of financial distress like yeah. I have have to experience, you know, and that's where the whole notion of starting to think about generational wealth mm-hmm. came into place for me. Not only did I want to secure my future, yeah. but actually I wanted to make sure that at least two generations after me, wow. you know, what was satisfied from a financial perspective yeah um and so i got to that place again that was basically shortly after i'd realized you know Mm -hmm. what this is not going well in terms of the way i'm currently managing my finances Mm -hmm. um and i put together a 10-year plan Mm -hmm. um on how exactly me and my wife would get to where we want to get to in 10 years 10 years that's looking at you know we're looking at well i call it about 12 years because Mm. you know i think we're we're about 2018 Mm. and i was looking at by two by 2030 Mm -hmm. where do we want to be okay Uh, and again it was it wasn't what i would say to people is you know 
you have to get down to the detail, yeah. you know. And one thing that I did is I actually looked at what type of schools do I want my children to go okay. to. Then I researched how much do those schools cost? Mm-hmm. How much do they cost on a monthly basis? Mm-hmm. What type of car do I want me and my wife to drive? Mm-hmm. How much would that cost on a monthly basis? Okay. And I put Vision a budget, boarding. A budget. No, a budget. A budget. Okay. So my 2030 budget. 2030 budget. No, no, seriously. Because I need I've never to, heard I of this before, to, I but I love this. To, I needed to look, I needed to identify yeah. what does my life look like from a financial perspective yeah. in 10 years. Yeah. How much money do I need for to yeah. survive every month in yeah. 10 years? Okay. Because I have a life that I want to live, yeah. but what does that life actually cost yeah. me? Yeah. And until you move from, you know, this is what the life, you know, a lot of people have an idea mm. and they have a vision board. Yes, vision boards are powerful, they're great. Mm. But get into the detail mm-hmm. because in okay. the, when you get into the detail, mm. you would understand how far am I away from where I want to yeah. be and what type of, how much do I need to be earning? How mm-hmm. much money do I need coming in? Mm-hmm. And when I began to look at how much money I needed coming in, the question that I began to ask myself <laughs> and me and my wife began to ask ourselves is, do we want to work for this money yeah. or do we want this money to come to us through diverse means? Yeah, okay. You know, so, so, so that was the starting point for me. And then from mm-hmm. there... You know, I, I began to do a bit of forex trading. Okay. I was into forex trading, mm-hmm. multi-level marketing. Okay. I was into all of that stuff, mm-hmm. um, and lost quite a bit of money. Okay. You know, uh, you know, I think many people would say, mm-hmm. you know, if they're honest, that you get into the forex trading, and yeah. then the issue is that you know you have a desire to get rich really quickly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it becomes you know almost addictive, and you're into the adrenaline rush where you're you're making money. You see the money, you think I can make more money, mm-hmm. um, and then it almost becomes like gambling. Yeah. You know, where you know you lose the money, yeah. so now you know you put in more money yeah. to get the money back out. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was doing that. A bit successful, a bit unsuccessful, mm-hmm. a bit in the middle. Um, and then, you know, building connections. And again, from church, um, I started to make a name for myself in the church as the person that's kind of, you know, encourages people to be yeah. entrepreneurial, okay. encourages people to, you know, look at diverse ways in which they can make money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone from my church actually connected with me and said, you know what? Um, I've got an opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. we're training people to be, you know, insurance advisors. Okay. Um, would you be interested in the opportunity? Mm-hmm. Um, and sat down with the person. Um, unfortunately, didn't go through it with that person. Um, mm-hmm. But another person, um, I met another person along the way and I mm-hmm. decided, you know what, I, I, I can do this as on a part-time basis. Mm-hmm. You know, I can help people. Um, I know a lot of people that could use the service. Mm-hmm. A lot of people need help. A lot of people need advice. So I went, I signed up, went on a training course, um, done the course, um, and then was qualified to get on the road um, okay. and advise people on, on wow. insurance services. Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's, There's wow. a lot in there, isn't it? There's a lot. But I mean, I love it. I yeah. love the detail. And thank you for correcting me on the vision board because what you're saying is a more is way more detailed. Yeah. You're saying you've done your budget for 2030. Yep. That's insane. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to start looking at yep. that. No. How long did that take you to do? Well, well, it didn't take me long because, mm. and, and the thing about it, it's always changing. Okay. So for example, now, mm. um, one of the things that we quickly identified was mm. that we wanted our, our son to go to a private school. Okay. That's um, that. I'm planning yeah, that. I haven't yeah. got children yet, yeah, but yeah, I'm planning yeah. that so as well. We wanted in the him future, to go yeah. to a private school. Um, well, we want three kids anyway. So mm. the first son, we wanted to go to private school. But what we were initially thinking is we were just going to do private school mm-hmm. um, and then transfer him to grammar school. Okay. But then, so for example, just literally, literally I'm talking about literally like last week, mm. um, my wife was talking to me about one of her second cousins mm. who goes to a private secondary school. So mm. they actually went to a, a, a normal 
secondary school, mm-hmm. not a normal primary school, but they went to a private secondary school okay. on a scholarship. Wow. Um, but in that private secondary school, the child mm. of my her second cousin goes mm. to school mm. with the owner of Gumtree. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, so they okay. So yeah. there's levels. Yeah, you know I mean? that's and, levels. And, and yeah. Her, her, one of her, her other, one of the, the um, her peers, their parents own some type of hotel in central London. Wow. You know, one of my, my auntie was like, you know, she couldn't go to the hotel. They invited her. She couldn't go because if she goes there, she won't know what fork to use. <laughs> the, the whole silver service yeah, thing. She yeah. She won't know that. So she, oh, she declined, no. you know, but for me, you know, that now I, I heard that. And then that now became a conversation for me. Yeah. Actually, do you want him to not only go to grammar school, but do you actually want him to go to a private secondary mm-hmm. school? So again, at again now, go research those secondary schools, mm-hmm. those private schools, how much do they cost? Mm-hmm. 17,000 pounds a term. Wow. Uh, not a term, sorry, a year. £17,000 a wow. year. So divide That's that money. now by a month. Yeah. How much is that? Put it in the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. This is how much you would need to make. Okay. If you wanted him to go to that school. Wow. I'm conscious. Yeah. Now, all I have to do is mm. work towards it. Yeah. And now every decision I make is mm. geared towards that budget. Wow. Every financial decision wow. I make is geared towards that budget. And one thing that it's been able to do mm. is it's been able to slow me right down okay as a person it's mm. been able to slow me right down to the point where i'm not i'm i'm, I'm running a long race mm-hmm. because it's a 10-year plan mm-hmm. i don't make i'm not trying to do it in five years i'm yeah. not trying to do it in in two years mm-hmm. i'm not looking to get rich quick I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, i've done that and mm-hmm. i've lost money mm-hmm. and i just don't think there's any value in it but when you when you understand wealth mm-hmm. you understand that people build it over time yeah through different sources of investments you know leveraging certain financial you know instruments mm-hmm. and 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 build it over time so having that 10-year plan has been beneficial for me in yeah. that sense rather than trying to get rich quickly and then you're running to this mm-hmm. scheme you're running to that scheme mm-hmm. you know you're doing it all i've done it thankfully i've done it so i've yeah. learned from it yeah you know, and i'm not I, i've done it and i've learned from it you know and that's me i just want to be 100 with people mm-hmm. you know but now i'm slow and i'm like sadiq time is 10 years there's a plan yeah you'll get there wow and that that just settles me so when i'm making decisions Again, I have a clear ident- I, I have a clear understanding of how much I need to earn by what time, mm-hmm. how much needs to be coming in by what time, mm-hmm. and everything. Any investment I'm making is is centralized towards that ten year plan. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've got so many questions to ask about this ten year no, plan. Please, because please. like you always, because I always ask people like, what's their five year plan in terms of their business themselves? Yeah. But I don't think I've heard anybody. No, I had nobody on the podcast that yeah. spoke to me about a ten year plan. So yeah. I'm very, very. Um, intrigued about it because yeah. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. What if I told you that there was a platform that allows you to see how you're spending all of your money across all of your accounts, especially at a time where the cost of living is at its highest that it's been in years? What if I also told you that this platform also allows you to see how much income you are getting every month across all of your accounts as well as helping you to set budgets for all of your expenses it doesn't stop there though this platform also helps you to send a record of your rent payments to Experian so that it is recorded on your credit report which can help to boost your credit score this platform sounds amazing right well this platform is called money hub 
which you can download for free by tapping the link in my description. You get access to premium features free for six months, six whole months with no auto renew. And then if you decide that you love the app and the platform and you want to continue with premium features, then it will only cost you £1.49 per month. That is the deal of the century, right? Well, go and download the Money Hub app right now. How are you working? What things are you doing? I know we're going to go into real estate planning and being an advisor, but yeah. what, what things are you doing to work towards that? The biggest thing for me is mm. education. Okay. Now, what the f what I want to say, there's a guy called Alfred um, Dadzi. Yes, know, yeah, yeah, I think I follow a, him, yeah. A property investor. And, yeah. You know, one thing I really, really respect about him mm -hmm. is he invests money in himself. Okay. He just recently spent 25 grand to spend a weekend with Grant Connor. Yeah, I think I saw that video. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people, mm. you know, will rather spend three grand on a holiday to Bora Bora mm -hmm. than, of course, That's true. To get an upgrade in their salary. That's true. Do you understand what That's I'm saying? That's true. So for me, one of the biggest things I've mm. realized is that the, the one of the biggest places initially that's mm. going to be your foundation is your income. Yeah. Your income is going to be very, very yeah. important at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing as a person mm -hmm. to increase your income? Yeah, that's for true. For me, I am looking at courses. I do okay. courses for project management, mm. you know, thinking about the next stage in project management. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm not a project lead. I'm mm -hmm. just a, a PMO officer. Mm -hmm. So what's the next stage beyond that is to be a project lead so that mm -hmm. I can increase my income. When I increase my income, I can, I don't have to do what we call lifestyle creep. Yeah. So I have surplus yeah. to make further investments. Okay. So for me, what I'm big on, again, in, even with the 10 year plan, mm. the 10 year plan isn't necessarily for me about, where I want to live or, or, or what I want to do. The 10-year plan for me is more about how much money do I need to make? Mm -hmm. That is the key focus. How mm -hmm. much do I need mm -hmm. coming in mm -hmm. to sustain the lifestyle that I want? Okay, okay. That is wow. where the, the meat is because yeah. everything I'm doing now is mm -hmm. based on, okay, my wife, she wants to leave her work how is that going to impact the 10-year yeah. plan? Is that going to slow us down or mm -hmm. is that going to accelerate our journey? Okay. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So it's it's not it's not the detail is for me in in the breakdown of the of the day to day how much okay. does life actually cost? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And obviously within that, because of the the because it's a budget, the budget is based on what car do I want to drive? Yeah. Okay. What house do I want to? Can you can you tell me the car? Well, yeah. the, the car oh, you, I want to drive at that me. stage. At that stage. At that stage, it will only be like a Range Rover. Okay. You know, a Range Rover yeah. is not. It's not a big car. Yeah. You know it's, I mean? not, like, yeah it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, not for if you're planning 10 like, years. Yeah, like, it's, it's not, not crazy. Like, that's just a, like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the thing is, I'm, I am I can, and, and along the journey, I may be able to do it earlier. Yeah. But is it the best time? Probably not. No. And that's what I'm yeah. always using to inform okay. my decision process. Is it the best time? How does my current decision-making process impact mm. on my future? Okay. How will it impact on my kids' future? Because essentially, you know, one of the things that, the sayings that I heard, again, is that when you're getting in debt, you're borrowing from your future. It's true. Getting in Everything debt, you're borrowing, you're getting the money from, from somewhere. So you're, you're going to pay that money yeah. in the future. So you're yeah. taking money from your future self mm -hmm. with the decisions that you're making now. Yeah. Why don't you make decisions that give money to your future self, give yeah. money to your future children, give money to your mm. future kids. And, and that is what became the mindset 
for me. But again, okay. what am I doing? Again, it's about education. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm, I'm looking that. into yeah. property investment, mm-hmm. um, cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just in the education stage. Okay. As much as I can, I can get educated and I understand that it's about diversification. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably the main place that I know that I will build my wealth will be property. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think property gives you the, the, the uh, capital appreciation mm-hmm. and the income on a monthly yeah. basis. So I, I really like that. Yeah. I really like that, you know, somebody could be living in a house mm-hmm. um, and every month I could be getting money just because mm-hmm. you're, um, you're living there, yeah. you know. And, you know, to me, that is nice because I just want properties to pray. My mindset now is my child is going to private school. I need a house to pay for that. Yeah. Very simple. Okay. I need a house to pay for that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to pay for that. My yeah. working is not going to pay for that. Yeah. Tenants are going to move into a property that I own and they are going to pay for it. Yeah. And the money that I'm making, and again, whilst I'm growing up in my career ladder, mm-hmm. that's surplus money because mm-hmm. I, I have to work myself and work well. The first person I've got to work out of a job yeah. is my wife, God yeah. bless her. Yeah. Um, and then it's working myself out of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. From assets, essentially. Love that. Love that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna I'm stealing that 10 year plan. Bro, I need to I need to be bro. doing that. I need to yeah, do that. Absolutely. I need to look at that bro, next. Bro. That's that's yeah, crazy. And I, I, you know, I actually presented a slide to my wife. It was literally, wow. I literally wrote a slide and I said, this is what the last five years, the last 10 years look like. This mm. is what I propose for the next 10 years. Okay. Are you involved? Yeah. And I, I pitched it like a project to her. Wow. I put it on our <laughs> TV. Insane. I put a presentation, put yeah. it on our TV and I presented the plan to her. Wow. And we're on the plan together because, you know, I couldn't be on that plan without her. Exactly. You know I mean, I had exactly. to get her on board mm. um and there were sacrifices that we're gonna have to make along the journey um and you know we, we're making the sacrifices mm-hmm. um we're making the sacrifices and you know it will be rewarding in the long term mm-hmm. you know what i mean but again i say to people you know you need to get your income needs to be strong especially yeah. in this climate that we're in now crazy right you know, now your income needs to be strong and if you don't have a strong income yeah then you need you know if you can get a second gig yeah. get a second gig you know i definitely encourage it but then also you know think about you know i'm saying to people now that you need to if you can do a you know go back to your parents house yeah for a short period that's, of time that's a good point go actually, back to yeah. your parents house yeah. save that money mm. get yourself on the property ladder yeah that's true pull back like a like a like an arrow yeah. pull yourself <laughs> back to pull yourself forward yeah i like that saying pull yourself yeah. back yeah pull yourself forward humble yourself go yeah. live with mom go live with dad yeah. they might be shouting at you to wash the plates wash the god <laughs> plate bro wash the i don't miss that plate. at all i yeah. don't, definitely don't miss don't, that bro but do you know what i mean if yeah. not the space you're in you know what i yeah. mean if, if you're in a tech space yeah you're in the project management world you're yeah. in the sales world yeah you know we're fortunate enough to be making decent money yeah decent yeah. money but if you're not in those types of spaces, yeah. you know what I mean, and you're you're spending half your salary mm. on rent, yeah, rent, yeah. rent. You're not ownership, rent. Yeah, yeah. You're paying for my son's education. That's true. You're paying for somebody else. Yeah. To to live the lifestyle that they want. That's very very true. How someone's, quickly someone's are you mortgage, going to yeah. be able to get where you want to get to? Yeah. That's the thing. The thing for me is. You have to decide where you want to go yeah. and you have to know what is it going to cost you to get to where yeah. you want to go. Yeah. A lot of people know where they want to go, but mm. they haven't considered the cost. Yeah. And because they haven't considered the cost, they're just living a life normally and they're not going to get there at the time that they want to get there. That's very, very true. That's very true. There has to be some sort of sacrifice. There has to be, bro. At some point. There you know? has to be, bro. Especially um, in this economy, bro. Yeah, it's getting crazy as well. 
There like, has to very, be. Very, very Nothing mad. is not going to get better. Bro. No. I'm sorry no. to burst. It's gotten bubble. worse. Yeah. You know, we had the good times oh, and that's oh. when we should have been. You know, I always I always say to people, like I was talking to people about um, yeah. a car, like a, a BMW. I was like, it's crazy. I was like, it's crazy. Like, I, n- I now know that the price have gone up. Yeah. I said, it's crazy that you could have been able to get this car for the price you could have got it. Yeah. I think it was like a 2010 three series. Like that price, if yeah. you think about it, I think it was like four or five grand. Yeah. It's like, Honestly, that was cheap. We just had it really good. We just didn't realize it. And now it's just caught up with us. You know, everything. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, this is what it is. But if you don't wake up, bro, it it will hit you again, bro. Yeah. Because things, bro, they're going to put up the price of the the, the, um, gas Mm. and electricity again. Yeah. Yeah. In October. Yeah. Again, bro. Yeah, I got my bill. I wasn't (laughs) wasn't happy with it. I was like, this is mad. Bro, the gas has gone up. Yeah. Bro, it's gone up, bro. 260 pounds on gas. Yeah. If, if you don't have money, you know, yeah. fortunately, you know, we're good. But there are people that are, are suffering. Yeah, struggle, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And the only way you're not going to be amongst those mm. people is if you're making better financial decisions and if yeah. you're well planned ahead and you're yeah. making sacrifices. Yeah. There's no way. It's, it's, it's going to, if you don't make sacrifices now, it's going to catch you. Yeah. You know, it's going to get harder to get on the property ladder if you're not making those yeah. sacrifices. It's very true. It gets harder every every year 100% every year it's, 100%. it doesn't get no easier like 100%. you know and it's a shame because you you want everybody to be ha- able to have the opportunity to mm. to get on there but like yeah. it's like the world we're living in it's just you bro know. you see for me yeah, yeah i just think life is life bro yeah you know what i mean I, i've just got this mindset that yeah i just think you just play the cards that you're dealt with yeah um, and you play them the best you can, mm-hmm. but get as much knowledge as possible to play mm-hmm. the hand the best way. Yeah, you know that is that is the biggest thing for me. You know because you know a lot of people complain that the game's rigged, um, and the game is rigged. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the game is 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 decided by people you know who are in much more fortunate positions than yeah. most of the world. Um, and they again have a great understanding of all the loopholes in the system because they created the system. Yeah, and they use it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. I don't hate from outside the club. Mm-hmm. I want to be inside the club. <laughs> you want to be inside the club, be yeah. Inside the club. Yeah, I want to yeah. understand the rules that are played in that club yeah. um, and play how they play because mm-hmm. they, they created a system. Mm-hmm. There's a way to use the system to your advantage. Use the system to your advantage because the system will use you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's benefits, you know, of, for example, you know, if you're a business owner, you know, you can control how much tax you pay. Yeah. These, these are benefits. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. These are benefits. It's and this is crazy. how the rich are... St- uh, you know, I think I was reading about Barclays. Was it mm. Barclays? How they... Mm. I think they paid like 1% in, in, in tax. I wouldn't be surprised. 1% in tax. Meanwhile, every month they're taking 40% <laughs> from us in our salary. It's crazy, Big Barclays it? is only paying yeah. 1%. I'm, I, I'm not going to hate. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I just want to find a way to pay 1%. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> I want to be in your club, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, for example, you know, I always like talking about it. For example, um, who was it? It was um, Rishak, Su- Rishak Sudi. Yeah, yeah. His, his wife, wife yeah. who was um, not, non, she, she wasn't dumb, she wasn't registered to, um, yeah. to pay tax in this country. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people were saying, how can his wife not be registered to pay tax in this country? Da-da-da-da, this, personally, I don't... Yeah. Personally, if I could not pay tax in this country, I, I mean, if everybody couldn't pay tax, they wouldn't pay. Wouldn't. It. Let's be real, right? You that's why we move. That's why some people yeah. move to Dubai, you move wouldn't. to other because nobody so, wants to pay. It, like, right? I'm not hating her thing. You know, what I mean, yeah. her thing set up in a way she can do that. Yeah. My question is, how do I set my thing up in a way that I can do that? That's that's, <laughs> that's it. 
You know what I mean? You got, I don't hate from outside the club, bro. Yeah, like, no. That, that's my opinion. You know what I mean? That's just me. I completely, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And I think it's just, I think you're right. I think it's just about getting on the right side. Yeah. Where do you want to be, right? Yeah. Like, and just educating yourself. Because yeah. without the education, you won't understand that yeah. these things are, yeah. you know, going on. Yeah. You know, now, I think sometimes, I think this year, I think 2020 is what pushed people into the fi financial education, oh, wanting to seek that. Percent. Because they're like, okay, now I've got all this money. What do I do with it? This year is now, okay, all the energy prices. Okay, how do I save money? Yeah. Like, how do I make more money? So every year something is is happening. So yeah, education is definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. key. Yeah. Um, I wanted to actually ask you, so insurance and estate planning, why did you decide to go down you know, that route in well, the financial services well, space? Well, 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 to be honest with you, those routes were the routes that were mainly open to me. Okay. Um, and and, and at, at, at level of, of being able, uh, le the entry, of, the level of entry was a bit easier than mm -hmm. every other route okay. in terms of the amount of qualifications that you have to take. Mm -hmm. um, so I think for me, it was a good starting point um, and a good area that I could grasp easily and relate to people easily. Okay. Um, so, you know, when you think about insurance, you know, we're, mm -hmm. we're, we're really just talking about, you know, if, things don't go the way you plan and mm -hmm. you know you pass away god forbid or you have an accident mm -hmm. you know how do you make sure that your family's life doesn't change okay um especially you know you got to think about it like this you know as you know a father or as a, mm -hmm. as a husband or as a wife whatever you know you are the main breadwinner of your mm -hmm. family you know you've got a certain amount of money coming in every month let's mm -hmm. say 1500 pounds mm -hmm. is coming in every month if you pass away, mm. you know, that doesn't change the bills. Mm -hmm. The bills That's are true. not going to change. Yeah. You know, the bank doesn't care if you've passed away. Mm -hmm. They're still going to ask for your 1,500 yeah. to keep your family going. Um, and so for me, insurance is all about making sure that even in your absence, your family still feel your presence okay. from a financial perspective. Okay. So, for example, one thing that I always talk about is I always talk about the fact that for my wife, I have a particular insurance plan, mm -hmm. which means that she will get paid out a certain amount of money on a monthly okay. basis. Mm -hmm. um, it's called a family income benefit. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what I really like about that is that mm -hmm. my wife will receive... Um, I can't remember how much it was. I think it's two thousand five hundred pounds mm -hmm. every month up mm -hmm. until she's sixty-five. Wow! If I pass away, okay. So that's good. I always say this as a joke. You know, mm -hmm. if any man moves into a house with my wife, <laughs> my wife, my money's still talking in that house. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? If I God forbid I pass away, anything kicks off, I'm still putting two thousand five hundred on the table. I'm still the, the breadwinner of that house yeah, because yeah. I got insurance out. Yeah. And I paid for that insurance. Yeah, yeah. That insurance is speaking for me every month. My yeah. wife is patterned every month. Two thousand five hundred comes in. Mm. No matter what man is there, no matter what man mm. isn't there, my wife is looked after. Mm -hmm. The life that I would have given her while she was alive, mm. the same life I make sure she mm. has in my absence. Okay. She shouldn't suffer um, or my family member shouldn't suffer yeah. because I've gone. You know, it's my responsibility as if as, as I was alive, it would be my responsibility mm. to make sure they're good. Yeah. So if I'm passed away and there's an avenue that I can use to make sure they're good, mm -hmm. that's what the insurance is there for. Yeah. It's to make sure your family's good, you know, if something happens to you. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that explanation. You know, I think life insurance for mm. me, when did I start learning more about it? I, I think maybe a few years ago, actually, yeah. I didn't really consider it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. truth. Bro, I you know, I'm gonna be honest. Bro, I had it, bro, at one point, and I cancelled it, bro. Did you? I'll be honest with you. Oh wow. Bro. Okay. Before Keep getting it real. into insurance, yeah, I had it, and I, and I just thought, this is dead. Like I'm yeah. paying for it every month. 
And, you know, a lot of people have that mindset. I'm not seeing the benefit. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you've got so many other bills. Yeah. Um, and the insurance is there. You know, you're not seeing the need for it. You just think, you know, I'm not going to die anytime soon. You just cancel it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And people make that mistake. You know, it has yeah. happened to some people where they've actually cancelled the insurance and passed away. Yeah. That's sad. Left with that's nothing. proper sad. Yeah. That's definitely you know sad. I mean? Other people have cancelled it, realised, you know, this person passed away, mm-hmm. no insurance. Ah, let me quickly come back and mm-hmm. set my insurance up. Different things happen for different people, but yeah. for me, insurance is a realization that you you have to come to that revelation on your mm-hmm. own of the importance of insurance. Yeah, know? yeah, wow, that's crazy. And yeah. in real estate planning, what is actually what is that? So, real estate planning is where you're making sure that your family inherit your property or inherit your assets or your estate. So, your estate mm. is made up of everything you own. Yeah. So, your estate can include your cats, your estate can include your dogs, mm-hmm. your estate can include your jewelry, your gold. Um, if you have fixed assets like houses, yeah. if you have even now cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. clusters, assets, yeah. um, any of your assets, estate planning is simply about making sure that your estate goes into the hands of the people you want it to go in. And then if you're going to go a bit further, mm-hmm. it's about making sure it transfers without losing wealth. Okay. So, for example, you know, not a lot of people know that you've got something mm-hmm. called the inheritance tax. Yeah. Um, so, basically, what that means is anything that you own. Um, so, what they Even do is anything that anything <laughs> it's crazy, you own, isn't it? Yeah, above the value of 325K. Um, it's subject to a, a 40% tax. So that let's say, no sense. Let, let's say you tax me before, yeah. you tax me on my way to accumulating bro. it and then you're taxing me on my way out as well. Bro, that's, How mad that's, is that? That's, that's the situation, you know, that is, it's, it's the situation, you know, yeah. the government's got to eat and they're going to eat from you, you yeah. know, they're going to find a way to eat from you yeah. um, and that's where you can use in, you know, in estate planning okay. to mitigate against some of these tax and, and, and actually have an understanding of how much tax will I have to pay, mm. you know, and some people use, you know, insurance, you know, to, to pay that, that estate that that inheritance okay. tax so that they don't lose the assets don't depreciate or okay. they don't use a lot of their wealth um from the the estate some people use you know trust funds and and, mm-hmm. and different instruments like that um mm-hmm. so it's really about making sure that your wishes are are, are declared mm-hmm. um your wishes are clearly stated um and then we've put a, in a place a secure plan to okay. make sure it goes to the right people um, and in most cases, it's about making sure that it remains in the family for generations. Okay. Um, so, for example, if you put in a trust, um, then it, it limits, you know, how the children can spend the money, what yeah. they can use the money on, um, and, and it protects the, the, the estate so it can continue from generation to generation. Okay. So it's about making sure that the, what you've worked hard for mm-hmm. lives yeah essentially yeah and, and otherwise people start fighting for it and if it exactly bro and yeah. you know that is the worst situation yeah. you know to be in where children start fighting for it you know it, you know and families start to be divided mm. you know you know who's the best person to do what do you understand what i'm yeah. saying and even when you're estate planning it comes down to you have to decide who the executor of your estate is mm-hmm. so who's the person that is actually going to pay all the outstanding bills that you have. Okay. Who's the person that's going to make sure, you know, that your mortgage is paid off? Who's mm-hmm. the person that's going to make sure that, you know, who's going to look after your children? Okay. That's all wow. in your will. Yeah. You know, if you've got children, is it your auntie from, you know, mm. the Caribbean that you want to look <laughs> after them? You know, it's about thinking about, yeah. and a lot of the times when you, when I sit down and I do estate planning with people, you know, it's deep. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you're actually thinking, who do I actually have in my family that I yeah. trust with my kids? If I die now, mm. who can actually look after my kids and who would make my kids, who's going to ha- who's gonna give my kids the most similar lifestyle that I would? Yeah. 
because that's deep, bro. Yeah. You know, forget about because then you don't have control. Your control yeah. is removed. So the most control you can have is by looking at who's around you mm. and making that decision. So for example, I had one of my clients. She selected one of her one of her cousins in 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 America, mm-hmm. um, and then she went to America recently. Then she went to America, and she called me and she was like, "Actually, take my cousin off mm. because though they love my children." I saw them with their own children and I saw there was a level of anxiety that they had that I don't think they'll be able to deal with the pressure of okay. looking after my child as well. Wow. So I didn't, I don't take them off. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it gets you, again, these are things that is about your future. You need to yeah. think about your future. It's and crazy. You, can't underst- you have to understand that life isn't promised. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Life isn't it's promised. As sad as it is, yeah. right? You know, it's not like a subject that yeah. a lot of people want to talk about. But yeah. we sometimes we have to do it because oh, you just never know what happens. And once you do it, you get over and done oh, with. That's it. You yeah, have a peace. Good. Once you do yeah. it, you have a peace. Yeah. Bro. Once you do it, you feel good because you know, you know what I mean? Like my, my peace, bro, is I know... If I go, bro, my family is good. That's good. My family. That's that's like, the best. My child is good. My wife is not going to suffer. My family is good, bro. Mm. Like, I can walk around like a man. You <laughs> know what I mean? If I live, it's going to be better. Do you mm. know what I mean? So they ain't got no incentive to kill me because mm. I'm going to do more alive than I will, you yeah. know, with the little insurance money that you're yeah. going to get. I'll, I'm going to give you way more alive than in insurance. But again, it's making sure that everything's planned in the worst of circumstances. And even you got something like power of attorney, which mm-hmm. not a lot of people talk about, mm-hmm. is if you are in a, in a vegetative state, mm-hmm. who can make the decision to switch off your life? Yeah. Machine? You know, these are things that w- w- we don't necessarily think about. Yeah, who will true. be able to access your finances? A lot of people don't know that, you know, if you're in a vegetative state or if you can't speak for yourself, mm-hmm. the government can make decisions on your assets for you. Wow. <laughs> That's even, crazy. Even if you're married. Really? If you don't, if you're, if you don't both own the property. So, for example, your yeah. husband and wife, mm. you don't both own the property. Mm. The the wife owns the property. The wife is sick, has to go into care. Mm. The government can decide what happens to her property. Really? Like she, they sell off her property or or start to use the money from the property to pay for her care and her treatment. Wow. If the husband insane. has not got power of attorney over the wife. That's mad. So these are little things, you know, they can, the government can decide what treatment or what care home your mom or dad can Mm. live in and you won't have a say in that that whole process because you don't have power of attorney. Mm. Yeah. These are things that people just are not aware of. That's insane. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, the (laughs) the thing is, we've not needed necessarily to be aware of it before because let's face it, we didn't really have access (laughs) to protect. You know what I mean? But as now this new generation... We've got a whole lot to protect. Mm-hmm. You know, we worked hard. You know, we're in a much better position. You know, a lot of us, by the grace of God, we're homeowners. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, we need to protect that wealth. We need yeah. to make sure that if our children are going to inherit that wealth, we've planned strategically what is the best way to hand that wealth over without them having a big fat tax bill with it. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, like my dad, my dad owns about three properties. You know, if we didn't sort out his inheritance tax, we would have been hit with like 200 bags inheritance tax 200 mad bags. and you that's it you guys we all have to find it or sell one property to pay for it that's insane a lot so, of people don't know this this is the thing they don't they don't know this if you don't know you're yeah. gonna get stung yeah do you know what i mean but you can plan it you know what i mean yeah. you can think about it you can have conversations even if you're paying for insurance you know so that when mm. that inheritance tax bill comes the mm. insurance money is what you use to pay for the inheritance yeah. tax bills 
there's ways to go around things, but mm. it all starts off with a conversation. And even, yeah. you know, a lot of young people as well should, should be considering insurance, especially, you know, when it comes to health insurance mm. or when it comes to a lot of young people, I, I talk to them more, mainly about um, critical illness. Okay. So for example, if you have, you know, get like a cancer, heart mm -hmm. attack or stroke, you know, they will pay out a lump sum, usually two times your salary. Mm -hmm. um, so you can pay for private treatment. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to rush back to work, all yeah. those types of things. That's where, you know, having insurance comes in handy and you can protect your your income as well yeah income protection wow 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 you said yeah. so much like yeah. i was thinking like how do you navigate the conversations because it's a daunting conversation we're having yeah. a conversation right? yeah so how do you yeah. navigate those conversations with your client yeah to make them see the benefits yeah. of you know real estate planning yeah i mean insurance in, in most occasions my clients come from platforms like this okay so they've heard me speak okay um oh really yeah in oh, most really? occasions they've already heard me speak okay you know, so that's then, good and yeah. then they're interested so okay. they want to have the conversation yeah then it's just about getting to the nitty-gritty okay um so so that is that's it for most occasions on mm -hmm. most occasions clients are coming to me um, and and they have a reckon a recognition of what it is. So I go to I, I speak at different events. So I'll speak at churches. Oh really? Okay. I'll speak at community events. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll just raise awareness. Essentially, mm -hmm. just be a voice crying in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. You know, spreading the information to people and letting people know. And then again, it's then for people to get in contact with me and then let me know if they want to okay. have the conversation. It's not something you can force down people's throats. You know, it's such yeah. a sensitive topic. It is such yeah. a sensitive matter that you know it has to be dealt with with a level of wisdom um but at the same time there's a, a great level of urgency to it and people if you're the thing is if if you're a hard working person mm -hmm. you know and you have assets it's in your best interest to protect them yeah yeah no i completely agree if you've got the wisdom to acquire have the wisdom to maintain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. completely agree and um yeah i agree i think it's when people are ready it's not about yeah it's not about um yeah forcing it you down force people's throats definitely definitely um Sensitive. yeah um i wanted to ask you this question before we kind of wrap up yeah um what does leaving a legacy behind mean to you um for me like i said um again the name's mr generational wealth so for <laughs> me it's all about generational wealth um so so what that looks like particularly for me is, is mm. one thing that me and my wife agreed is a hundred thousand in cash for each child mm -hmm. and a property for each child at minimum okay at minimum okay so once they turn I think we, we, we're looking at either 13. Once they turn 13, mm. we'll be able to say to them, this is this is what pays for your education. Okay. Each one of them will have one house. This is what pays for your education. Mm -hmm. Once your education is done, that's your pocket money. Okay. Now, you it. can do what you want with that. Mm -hmm. And then, by the grace of God, when they're getting married and they're making all those big mm -hmm. movements, we give them 100 grand in cash each, by the grace of God. Okay. Wow. That's the desire. I love that. That's yeah, the we, desire. We're going to come back in 10 years. Yeah, and see. That's and, the desire. And speak it's, about it. Well, well, they're not. For, thankfully, the 100 grand is not due for another 20 <laughs> accumulate the hundred grand of uh, the 300 grand but um no at least the properties were well on the way to acquiring those properties yeah you know i mean so the properties should be done within the next 10 years okay you know i mean those should every one of them should have one property that we can say that's your property mm -hmm. and that pays for your education once you've finished education you can use the income for whatever you want. And then obviously by that time, 
you know, if I haven't used equity in those houses myself, mm -hmm. then they will have equity in those houses. They can use that to start building their thing. But for me, the biggest thing for me is making sure my children don't have to worry about money. Mm -hmm. um, and my children's children's children mm -hmm. don't have to worry about money. I've set you up. You know, you have no excuse now, you know, to fail. And again, it's giving them the best life possible. Yeah. And for me, it's not just about money. You know, if I give you money, um, you just have money. You can squander it. Yeah. But my mindset is what I need to give you. You need yeah. to have my mindset. You, yeah. need to, you need to think. You need to be hungry. You need to see how can I, how can I multiply? How can I elevate? How mm -hmm. can I make more? You know, that is generational wealth to me. And of course, you know, them receiving the same beliefs and sharing my faith. That's mm -hmm. all a part of what generational wealth looks like to me. Yeah. So it's not just about money. It's about them having a mindset, mm -hmm. you know, that, that they know that they can do all things. You know, there's no limit on their mind. There's nothing, there's no limit to what they can achieve. Mm -hmm. You know, they can excel beyond their wildest imagination. They can sit at any table um, and they can add value to any yeah. table that they sit at. Yeah. You know, and, and for me, that is what I'm trying to instill in, in, in my, my son from, from a young age. Be confident. I want you to mm -hmm. be confident. I want you to, he's around, I put him around my family. Mm -hmm. And I love it when he's around my family because mm -hmm. we're all very outspoken. Okay. We're all shouting at the top <laughs> of our lungs to get our point across. <laughs> and I want you to see that. Yeah. I want you to be around people, my family, and I want you to see that we are very opinionated. We know how to communicate. We all, you know, are, are doing well at whatever we've chosen to put our hands to. Mm -hmm. You have a, a picture of mm -hmm. successful people in your yeah. environment. And we expect you to produce after that. Yeah. And we put him in that environment. And for me, everything with my children or with my son will be about putting him in environments that stretch his mind mm -hmm. and mean that he has no limits in the way he thinks. Yeah. He can sit at any table, confidently articulate himself, add value at yeah. any table. That's what I want him to know. Mm -hmm. Any table he sits at, he's a person of significance. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. I love it. Yeah. Speak with so much passion. Yeah, bro. That's, yeah, that's bro. It. it has to be that that's way, it. bro. It has to be that way. That's that's my seed, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's my seed. Yeah. You know, and that's it is it's one of the biggest blessings is mm -hmm. being a father, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, being a father, being a husband and looking at your child and you know, you your decisions, my decisions now will impact what, what will happen to his future. Yeah. And that's not something I take lightly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That is not that is not something I take lightly. You know, we are all a result of the decisions or the indecisions that our parents mm -hmm. made, you know, and I refuse by the grace of God not to make too many, you know, mistakes, yeah. you know, that are so detrimental that they don't allow him to be everything he's called him to be. My mm -hmm. job is to, to, to give him the best environment to flourish and grow. Yeah. That's my job. And I take it very personally. That's generational wealth. Yeah. yeah. I love, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I wanted to end on this. Yeah. Um, because it's been great having you on the episode. You, you, you. so many gems. I definitely want to do a part two soon. Oh, thank you. Um, with you. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to end with what's your greatest financial achievement? Would you say? I know we'll talk about someone I mean, in the future. The greatest yeah. financial achievement is, is is getting a mortgage, but yeah. that's not. That's not you, you're like, ah, oh. like, that's it is for some people. I mean, it's it's a mortgage, bro. Like, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, it's it's a great achievement. Don't mm. get it twisted, but it was one step, yeah, it's yeah. one step up the ladder. But I mean, that's probably the greatest financial decision I can point to, mm. you know, is 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 getting a mortgage, securing that mortgage. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
it's not a big thing. Like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's not a big thing me, now. But at the time when you were stressing about it. You're right. You're yeah. right, actually. You're right. You know, I remember time, the stress. I was trying to climb that ladder, bro. We yeah. was banging doors with, bro, we was trying to get that through, you know. There were yeah. certain delays and you were just like, move that now. Mm. You know, my solicitor, I need you to move that now. So I guess, yeah, that is the, the biggest, you know, the biggest thing. And, and I guess getting out of debt, you know. Yeah, w- 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 yeah I think beyond, beyond the mortgage, it's getting out of debt and mm. putting myself in a place where where we can get the mortgage. Yeah. That was probably the biggest achievement from a financial perspective. Okay. Climbing out of debt mm. um, and being in a place where we could, you know, get on yeah. the ladder um, yeah. and, and 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 do what we're doing now. That's and that's a big yeah. achievement. That's yeah. the thing. That's a yeah. that's a fantastic achievement yeah. to be able to, you know, get out of a hole and then yeah. you know be all right and yeah. then actually get to a place where a lot of people, you know, yeah. struggling to get to. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. Yeah, defo defo agree with that. Um so what's next for you? Bro, what's next is, is mm. uh, I mean, it's property, crypto, all of it is next. You know, mm-hmm. me personally, you know, I've got my eyes on a couple property investments. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really watching the crypto market. I yeah. think I missed I missed the first bull run. Yeah. Um, and, you know, crypto's crashing now. I've been patiently waiting Opportunity. for the crash. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm excited by the crash. Yeah. To be honest with you, <laughs> a lot of people I are. I can yeah. get in again yeah. for cheaper, you know, and, and ride, ride it. You know what I mean? So... I mean, that is, those are, are the main things that are next for me and just helping as many people as I can along the journey, you know, and I, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to come on podcasts like this mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I do think that, you know, there's a certain level of passion that I speak with and yeah. my, my uh, you know, I'm just real, I, I yeah. believe anyway. I'll just yeah. share, you know, the mess ups, you know, what I just, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is what it is. It is what yeah. it is. And I just hope to be able to inspire mm. um, and encourage a lot more people on this journey um, and meet a lot more people and learn mm. a lot more. Um, I think that's that's my biggest desire. Yeah, no, it's yeah. been it's been it's no, it's been great um yeah. having you and um it's been great hearing your story. And like you said, like for me, I wanna keep the podcast authentic. Yeah. So yeah. There's no shame. Like yeah. I said, L's, right? Yeah. We all we all go through L's. We yeah. all go through, you know, issues sometimes, but like we're able to then overcome it. And this, this is why I wanted to, to get you on, but we're going to get you for a part two. Um, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on, on Instagram mm-hmm. at Mr. Generational Wealth mm-hmm. um, UK. Um, you can find me on yeah, Twitter at Mr. Generational Wealth UK again. Um, those are the main two platforms I use and I've got my website MrGenerationalWealthUK.com mm-hmm. um, but mainly Instagram is where you find me been a bit slow on the content this year mm-hmm. this is my first podcast this year actually wow. um, been a bit slow um, just because of work and stuff like yeah. that but hope to do more podcasts put a, a little bit more I- content out there for people mm-hmm. and engage with people so hit me up if, if you want any advice any help Hit me up. We can have a conversation. Conversation is free, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we'll we'll put his uh, details, and obviously it'll be yeah. across all the socials as yeah. well. Now yeah. it's been great having you. Do you have um, any final words for the listeners? Yeah, man. And watchers. I, I think the final yeah. words is, is go get it, man. Go get it. I mean, get don't it. be scared. Money don't make no money. That's mm-hmm. that's one thing I would say. Um, don't do lifestyle creep as well, man. <laughs> that's that's a big thing, man. Don't you know, try and keep as much of your money in your pocket as possible so you can invest um, and, and, and and make, you know, moves for your future. You know, don't sacrifice t- tomorrow for today. That's that's my biggest thing. Don't sacrifice tomorrow for today and, and, and analyze the decisions you're making and see where you're robbing yourself in the future. Don't yeah. rob yourself of the future. Invest, send money to your future so that your future self will be grateful. 
Wow. Yeah. What a powerful, powerful message. And that, that was a theme yeah. of, you know, this this podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Sadiq. Thank you, bro, man. For uh, joining. And, you know, even though I'm glad that this was your first podcast yeah. because you just came with that fire. It came with that, thank you, bro, with that passion, thank you know, you, with your story. Like yeah. I said, your, your story is in, inspirational. Like, yeah. You know, I was saying podcast we want to inspire people want to educate people which we've we've done on both of those and we want to keep it real you know you you were you were honest and i think a lot of us we like you know especially social media we like to you know say oh we're always good we're always good filter filter this because that it's not always like that sometimes we need to you know look at the real life and understand sometimes life's going to be a struggle but it's okay we're going to get a bit better as well So um, it's been great um, having you uh, listeners. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we're back in the studio and this is where we're going to be from now on. So thank you so much for watching and listening and we'll see you next week. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.